All right. Welcome everyone to Rock Video Rental. I am Caleb and with me as always is Brandon and we are here to talk to you about movies, TV shows, actors, and all forms of entertainment. And this month is special because it is Wovember where we bring you episodes each week about the one, the only Keanu Reeves. But before we jump into the main contents, we always like to start off with what have you been watching lately, Brandon? Uh, I've been watching quite a few things. I've been continuing on with The Sopranos on HBO Max. I think I'm in season four or season five, something like that. Made a lot of um, progress on that. Um, man, I watched a handful of movies as well. Uh, I watched Semi Pro over the weekend. Uh, you know, mentioned in the other podcast that I stopped watching the Michigan game at halftime and watched that. <laughs> uh, I also watched The Hot Chick <laughs> with Rob Schneider. Uh, yeah. First time I've watched that in a long time, and you know it's so stupid that it's funny. Uh, you know, Rob Schneider, his movies from sort of like the early two thousands are all kind of the same and. Uh, they're they're funny. You get your Adam Sandler cameos, and um, there's a lot of funny people in that movie, like Anna Ferris. I always find her really funny. Uh, I also watched Little Big League, which when we t- did the Sandlot episode, I I mentioned how there was like that ex- right at the Sandlot, the Mighty Ducks episode, where I mentioned the explosion of like early nineties kids sports movies. And that was, this is one of them. Uh, basically a kid's grandpa dies and he was, the grandpa was like the owner of the Minnesota twins. And he, he leaves the team to his grandson who's 12. And then a kid's like, you know, the owner and he makes himself the manager because he knows like a ridiculous amount about baseball. And of course it, you know, turns the team around, but you know, your typical, uh, cliche family movie from the 90s but it was it was a fun movie uh and then kind of on a different end of the spectrum i watched trading day with denzel washington uh it's the second time i saw that movie i saw it you know probably a couple of years after it came out i rented it back in the day when you had to go to a movie rental place to rent movies <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i mean god Den- denzel washington's such a great actor Mm-hmm. Like yeah. everything's in. We need to like review a Denzel movie sometime. Yeah, we could do definitely need to do a highlight too. And I, I think I don't know if it's a conversation that we've talked about having, but we definitely have to talk at some point about the most versatile actors in the industry. Yeah. He is he's definitely one of them. Oh, for sure. And he gives like a hundred percent to everything he's in and he's convincing and everything. Mm-hmm. You know, he can play the good guy. He can play the kind of in-between, you know, kind of like he is in um, Training Day. Yeah. But, uh, and then kind of a similar movie I watched, Menace to Society. Yeah. That's you know, it was the first time I've ever seen that, kind of a 90s um, movie, you know, about young black man growing up in South Central Los Angeles and just like the things – trying to you know get out and make a better life for themselves by getting pulled into kind of the pitfalls of growing up in that area in the 90s it, you know it was pretty good there was some 
pretty good acting in it. Uh, directed really well. There was some really like impressive camera work and impactful like shots and moments in it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, if you've ever seen like Boys in the Hood, it's it's right around the lines of that. It actually is one of the movies that "Don't Be a Menace to South Central While Drinking Your Juice in the Hood" uh, parodied. <laughs> But yeah, that's pretty much it. What about you? Uh, well, I have actually some stuff to share this week. So <gasps> yay me. Do you watch Boys in the Hood? Something I actually kind of forgot to mention this last week. Um, but th- I actually have watched, if I'm not mistaken, I believe this is one of your favorite shows, Brandon. <gasps> and that is with your best friends, Chip and Joanna. Fixer Upper. Oh yeah. Don't I've you kind of hate that show, or is that was that not you? Um, I I don't hate it. I think it's okay. interesting. Okay, there was somebody that I knew that hated not the show really, but just did not like them hosting the show. I thought it was you, so I was wrong. Anyways, my wife has I mean, been chips watching. a little chips a little goofy, but yeah. Okay, so it definitely wasn't you because there was definitely somebody who disdained it because of that, but. <laughs> Either way, my wife has been watching that, so I watched some of that. Um, another thing my wife is watching that I uh, sometimes watch with her is Family Matters. Okay. Uh, have I never really had any prior experience with that, so it's all brand new for me. So that's, Did I uh, do that? <laughs> so you're thinking, watching that, hey, the cop from Die Hard is in this. <laughs> when everybody else in the world watched Die Hard, and they're like, hey, that's Carl Winslow. <laughs> absolutely that is actually such a great way to explain that that is that's hilarious um so yeah so watching a little bit of that another show that my wife is watching that i catch some of is uh chopped you know which is uh really great and she's uh she got done watching beat bobby flay uh, another cooking show which is pretty good but then coming to the two main things that i watched um and so the first one is I don't think you've watched this mm-hmm. and I highly recommend it. I don't want to like, you know, build up anything too much with it, but uh Prime Video has the Jack Ryan series. Um, I have not watched it with John Krasinski. Yes. Uh very well done and a uh, very entertaining, moves at an excellent pace. They do uh I mean just uh, a lot going on, very well-directed, filmed really well, a good high production level, and uh, he does a really good job in the movie. Um, John Krasinski does. Uh, so I definitely highly recommend uh, and people check that out. If you have access to it, check it out. I, I had been wanting to watch it for a while, if you're not familiar, Jack Ryan is uh, based off of a book series written by Tom Clancy. And actually, Harrison Ford did several movies playing as Jack Ryan uh, in the past. He did Clear and Present Danger. Um, and there was another one. Patriot Games. Mm-hmm. Uh, there have been a couple of other movies, too. Um, Some of All Fears. That was with Ben Affleck. And then... Um, a uh, really great one is uh, Hunt for Red October with Sean Connery and Alec Baldwin. 
Uh, those are all based off of Tom Clancy novels. And so this is a TV series based off of those. And uh, yeah, really, really good. Definitely would recommend. So uh, the other thing actually applies to this week. And so I, I actually got around to it and thoroughly enjoyed having my first experience with John Wick. So that was uh, good. And I mean, okay, I'm not going to spoil anything because what they're working on John Wick four or is that yeah. out already or whatever? no, they're working on it. Okay. There's going to be a fifth one too. That's shocker. <laughs> Uh, so I'm not going to ruin anything here because there's multiple movies and you people know that. So, um, but, um, there was an opportunity for somebody to kill John wick. And I mean, I knew nothing about it other than, you know, some trailers and different things about that. But I knew enough about the John wick character where it's just like, if you have the opportunity to kill him, you kill him, shoot him in the head. (laughs) They instead decided to like do a more manual labor process, which is obviously stupid and faulty. So I was kind of like, come on, people. Like, you know, you know, I mean, even when this movie came out the first time, it's just like, you know, he's not going to die. You know it. So, right. anyways. Um, but uh, one thing that I do have to mention, because this goes back two weeks for two episodes, and that is when we did our movie pitch for Keanu Reeves. Mm-hmm. Uh, I kind of laugh a little bit because my movie pitch was eerily similar to this movie. Um, just from the standpoint where I said that Keanu Reeves needs to play a character who is trying to escape his past and, you know, tried to live the simple life. Yeah. <clears throat> and apparently that's what John Wick started as. Like he <laughs> had, he had left the, business of you know i'm not going to go too in depth about it but he had a violent business past and he left it and of course he got drawn back into it and that's essentially a huge part of the movie pitch i that i threw out there but mine was more like military focused and russia and all those good cuban crisis things red dawn Mm -hmm. And whatnot. So I, I laughed a little bit when the movie started like that because I had no idea. Because for all I knew, I was like, John Wick is, you know, just some guy who goes around and kills a bunch of people. I didn't know that he started off with essentially kind of having left the la- that life behind. So good times. Yeah. And I still have yet to watch those movies. You know, I want to. But only yeah. the second one streaming where I can get to it and don't have to pay for it. Yeah, I just forked out the money for it. I was so. Yeah, I probably will too sometime. Just because everybody keeps telling me to watch it, and you know, I like Keanu Reeves, and you know, just from what I've seen of the movies, like the trailers and stuff, it's it's definitely something I'd enjoy. Yeah, and he does an excellent job, and they did an excellent job with the movie. So you will, you will be entertained for sure. But uh, now that that took up plenty of time, because I actually had something to talk about this week. Um, let us jump into, oh, stick around till the end. Do not leave early because we have a giveaway opportunity that we're going to talk about then. Mm-hmm. Don't miss it because it's free <laughs> and you have an opportunity to win some cool. So stick around yeah. for that. Now let's get into everybody's favorite segment. Did you know?
And this week, our Did You Know is brought to you by Brandon. What do you have? I have something a little bit interesting here that I found half hour before we started recording. (laughs) Fantastic. (laughs) So I feel like those are the best ones I pull. When it's just like the last second, I find something cool. But did you know that your body is actually younger than you are? Because no matter your age, most of your body is less than 10 years old because your cells are always regenerating. Like regenerating and recycling. Uh, So like the, the cells of your epidermis, those recycle every two to four weeks. Red blood cells, um every four months and your skeleton every 10 years. Interesting. Yeah. I found that kind of cool. That is pretty interesting. That's the one. beginning of that fact. And I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a good conversational piece right there. For your health. Yes. For your health. And so, uh, for your mental health and for your mental well-being, we get to talk about one of the world's most fantastic human beings as we get into our main topic. And this week's main topic is no secret. We are doing an actor highlight for the one, the only Mr. Keanu Reeves. So uh, we will go through uh, different things about his professional career, his personal uh, life, and of course his movies and entertainment. So the first thing that we can start out with is Keanu Charles Reeves, who was born September 2nd, 1964, in Beirut, Lebanon. Uh, His name means cool breeze over the mountains. (laughs) And um, let me see. I had it here. Uh, He was actually named for, I believe it was his uncle, because I pulled it uh, from a couple different places. Uh, yep, uh, his he was named after his uncle Henry Keanu Reeves. So, and Rock. it is a Hawaiian name. And so he was uh, born to Patricia Taylor, uh, showgirl and a costume designer. We've talked about that a little bit. She worked in the music uh, in a lot of different industries, partially being the music industries, and that is where Brandon had the "Did you know that Keanu Reeves was?" babysat by Alice Cooper a couple weeks ago. And he is the son of Samuel Nolan Reeves, a geologist. Um, His father actually left his family uh, rather young. Uh, Keanu Reeves was uh, three years old. And then he actually went through a couple stepfathers. Um, And uh, I think both of them were in the entertainment industry. One was a director Um, But those were kind of short stints. He actually had kind of um, some trouble in school. Uh, Nothing too serious, but he was uh, kind of rather boisterous. And uh, some of the schools that he was at did not appreciate it. I think I had down here that in a four-year time span, he went to five different schools. (laughs) So, 
Made his uh, rounds. Yep. Um, and so he actually has a background in hockey before he even did the our well-known movie to us and uh, maybe some other people, the 1986 Youngblood movie with uh, Rob Lowe. So he actually had experience with hockey. And, and he was, Patrick Swayze. And Patrick Swayze. And yeah, and so he was actually uh, potentially going to pursue hockey, um, but then he decided to that he wanted to become an actor and focus on that. And he never really was very studious. Uh, he's very bright. Um and knowledgeable, but he was never really much for his studies. Um, but he wound up moving out to um, Hollywood at 19 to pursue acting full time. And so to talk a little bit about his uh, career, uh, you know, early on, he was able to have his success with uh Young Bloods, as we said in 1986. Also in 1986 is uh, Rivers Edge and Dangerous Liaisons in 1988. Uh, probably his first claim to fame, his popularity, was in the iconic Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure of 1989, uh, which is the uh, crazy time travel movie. Along his uh, with his sidekick Bill, uh, he was the Ted character, short for Theodore. And then he got uh, casted in Comedy Parenthood, nineteen eighty nine, and some other movies around that time as well. <clears throat> he um, he then played in uh, one of his closest friend uh, in a movie with a very close friend with his uh, River Phoenix in my own private idaho in 1991 and then uh the ever popular brandon loves to talk about all the time bram stoker's dracula 1992 <laughs> the greatest movie ever i just like, like the one quote <laughs> i know drive I, a hummus father to the castle <laughs> yeah uh it, so really uh so he became uh, well known after Bill and Ted, but really where things started taking off for him was in 1994. And Brandon, I'm pretty sure you're familiar with what happened in 1994. Yeah. Oh yeah. And that is the movie speed <laughs> where there was a crazy fast bus going around and Keanu Reeves had to come in and save the day. Um, Keanu Reeves and Sandy B. Oh yeah. Match made <laughs> in heaven. Uh, and then he went on, uh, and he's got a couple other movies there. He had the popular role in Devil's Advocate with Al Pacino. Uh, he had, of course, his misfires in there as well, uh, as they like to say, or not so popular ones, uh, like Chain Reaction and Johnny Minion. Oh my God! Mnemonic. Mnemonic. Dang it, dude! I was like preparing myself for it too. I hate that word. I officially hate that word. Um, I need to work on my phonics. <laughs> Hooked on Johnny Mnemonic. Yep. <laughs> it worked for me. Uh, and then, of course, he becomes, uh, he reaches a new level of stardom in 1999 with 
his most iconic role in the matrix as Neo. Um, he continues to do some films that people are familiar with, uh, that we'll, we're familiar with the replacements, uh, hardball, and then the matrix, the following matrix movies. Um, uh, he's done some mainstream movies, uh, since then some indie, uh, features, uh, the day the earth stood still was one. Um, and then he did 47 Ronin, which I can't remember if I watched that one or not. And then of course, uh, the John wick series kicked off in 2014. Um, and then plenty of things still that came after that. Trying to look for kind of the highlight ones here. Uh, he was in replicas, John Wick 2, John Wick 3, John Wick 4 to come out. Bill and Ted face the music. Oh, I forgot. Uh, what was the name of the second Bill and Ted? Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey. Thank you. Uh, he did some roles with video games. Obviously, there was Matrix video games. There's one that just um, it just came out. I thought it just came out, or it's about to come out. Uh, Cyberpunk 2077. He was actually at the video game showcase for that. Uh, Bill and Ted Face the Music just came out. He did some stuff as voiceovers. He did Toy Story 4 as the awesome character Duke Kaboom. Um and then he made an appearance with the Between Two Ferns, the movie. <laughs> so, and plenty of other things on the horizon. So he is uh, quite the busy guy. Uh, and how did I forget to mention the movie that we just reviewed back in 1991 was Point <laughs> How did I miss that? I am an FBI agent. <laughs> oh, man. So... Yes, quite the boisterous film career uh, and well-known compared to some of the other actors that we've talked about. I mean, some of them have uh, boisterous careers as well. He has been a busy guy. Um, and so to talk about things outside of his career... Um, He's kind of had a rough go of things. As I mentioned, his father left uh, when he was a very young child. I think he saw him only one time after that, um, like around the age 13. And he had a girlfriend in 1999. Uh, forgive me if I get this last name wrong. Jennifer Simi? Simi? And they actually, uh, she was pregnant and had a stillborn pregnancy. Um, the They wound up breaking up uh, not too long later. And then in 2001, Jennifer was killed in a vehicle accident. Um, she had been dealing with depression and there were some things found with prescription medication. Um, so really a rough go of things and very um, unfortunate. So another part is uh, that Keanu Reeves was really good friends with River Phoenix. And, um, oh, shoot, where did I? I saw I had River Phoenix highlighted. There we go. Yeah, he, um, died. he died in 1993 and passed away from a drug overdose. So that was before um, his incident with his girlfriend. 
You know who River Phoenix's brother is? Uh, yes, but I can't think offhand. Joaquin Phoenix. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry, Joker. I was... Uh, yeah. <laughs> I was picturing something else, and, uh, yeah, I remember reading some about that recently, so... Um, so, since... 19 uh well since like like 1999 2001 i mean he's always kind of been a secluded private individual but he definitely has been and he doesn't really let much out about his personal life Uh, i think it was just in 2019 that uh things came out about him and a potential relationship so but i don't have that here well didn't we talk last time why he's kind of secretive I mean, because he is Batman. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> he he is, actually is Batman. He actually is Batman, and he needs to be Batman. So uh, that that was right. That was very good to point out. Um, so he is, I think, a uh, comparison can kind of be made to the conversation, and we've kind of already said this before with our conversation around Tom Hanks, mm-hmm. that he is just like a very likable, personable guy. Uh, from all accounts that we can see approachable uh, yeah yeah very approachable he is very uh person on a very personal level with the staff of people who are working on the movies with him uh he's been known to take uh members out for lunch the stunt crew for matrix uh it was said that he bought motorcycles for each of them um, he is very personable. There are videos of him, you know, being kind and sharing his seat on the subway for uh, somebody elderly. There was a discussion about where there was a vehicle breakdown or maybe um, a plane had to land and he had to transport by by bus somewhere with a bunch of people. And, you know, he just had they just had a really good time with him and he was very um, accommodating and very nice with everyone. Uh, very helpful. He's been seen giving food to homeless people. Um, I mean, he's said in different instances that he is does not care about money because honestly, from all the money that he's already made, like he's still making money, especially from things like John Wick and everything, mm-hmm. that he's made so much money early on in his career that he that he could live multiple lifetimes on that money alone and he's still making money. So he is a very generous individual. He's involved in philanthropy. Um, actually, um, I don't know if there's an exact number number, but he made, uh, over a hundred million from the matrix through all the, um, through all the money that was made through it. And it was told that he donated, over a hundred million of his earnings to the special effects and makeup crews from that movie. Um, so like he is just a very stand up individual. Um, in 2005 time magazine, uh, called, uh, Keanu Hollywood's ultimate introvert, which is very interesting. I, people consider him a workaholic because he, studies very hard for his roles and will put in extra time. Actually, um, I've got somewhere here in my notes, but he was for speed. He wanted to do all his own stunts and he spent extra time. Normally, I think they said kind of like the training for movies is probably about six weeks or something like that. But he Mm -hmm. dedicated like six months 
uh, has been known to dedicate six months to get ready. And he actually practiced in secret so that then when it came time to do the stunts, he did them and impressed the director by doing them. Uh, I think it was also for speed that he, they said that was estimated that probably he did 98% of the stunts. And the only reason he didn't do the other 2% is because that insurance wasn't going to cover it. Oh, that's John Wick. I apologize. Oh my gosh. Way to ruin that. Sorry. You sorry. botched it. I botched it. I did botch it. So, um, interestingly enough, he has not been uh, nominated for any kind of like an Oscar award. Uh, so that's kind of all in there. And there are some things uh, here that are some kind of did you know, almost specifically for Keanu Reeves. Uh, I mentioned about how he takes his earnings and um, is very generous with it. But he also takes pay cuts so that other people can be hired for movies. Uh, a notable pay cut he took was so that Al Pacino could be hired for Devil's Advocate. And he also did that so that Gene Hackman could be hired for the replacements. Um, he is an avid uh, fan of motorcycles, and he actually started his own motorcycle company, Arc Motorcycles, and that builds custom motorcycles. Um, do he is a musician, and in 1991, Keanu was a member of a grunge band called Dog Star, and he was the bass guitarist. He had multiple performances at large venues, and he even opened for Bon Jovi hmm. for a concert in Australia in 1995. Uh, he is officially Canadian. That is where he has um, residence. Has residence where he's um, become a citizen. Uh, I'm sorry. He's a uh, yeah. So he's a citizen of Canada, um, and he has an American green card. Uh, he actually considered at one point a name change very early on because uh, there was a discussion with him and his agents. Um. And the name that Keanu Reeves had come up with for a potential name change was Chuck Spadina. <laughs> Chuck Spadina. <laughs> so there's, <laughs> there's something new for you. Um, a very unknown thing is that Reeves went uncredited as Ortiz the Dog Boy in the movie <laughs> Freaked. Okay. Uh, 1999, uh, 1993 film co-directed by Tom Stearns or mm -hmm. Tom Stern. Um, and, uh, the co-star Alex Winter. Yeah. From Bill. Bill and Ted. Yeah. And so he appeared as a freak, which was half man, half dog. <laughs> so, um, he decided Oh, actually, sorry. I'll come back to that because we're going to do things about roles that they almost had. Um, if he could play any superhero, he wanted to play Wolverine. Interesting. Yeah, I, I could see that. Um, I think Hugh Jackman. Uh, gosh, dang it. Yeah, Hugh Jackman. I, I, th I thought I said Gene Hackman. Uh, 
Gene Hackman's Wolverine. Gene Hackman Wolverine. Wow. That'd be wow. Yeah. Anyways, um, Hugh Jackman did a good job. Um, he collects vintage typewriters. Uh, he was quoted as saying, I like the sound and the feel of the keys. Uh, as he said in 2017, there's something satisfying about having a thought and seeing it on a page. Um, do, do he received his star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame in 2005? And did you know that there is a Keanu Khan? Keanu Khan? Yes. And would you venture a guess what country it takes place in? Uh, Australia? No. Oh. It's in Scotland. Hmm. It started in 2018 where they had 11 Keanu Reeves films and they hosted Wild Stallions. A fake band from Bill and Ted. Uh, I want to go to this. <laughs> oh, geez. Um, he, uh, yep, he performs most of his stunts. Uh, we talked about Speed and John Wick. Um, and he has never been nominated for an Oscar. And I think the last and a little interesting antidote that I have here is that Keanu has played characters named John in eight different movies. And as said before, he has played Ohio State quarterbacks twice. <laughs> Ohio State, young Ohio State quarterbacks doing something else. Yes. Other than football. <laughs> so yeah. And that is the biography that was a little lengthy and everything, but he's an interesting guy and he's got a lot of interesting things going on. Um, so I get to share with you. I think this is the part that a lot of people kind of enjoy. And, uh, we like talking about is, uh, the movies that they turned down or that they almost, uh, were casted for. Yeah. So he was almost cast for 2001 X-Men. As Wolverine? Um, I think that is where it comes in where he said he wanted to play Wolverine. Mm. Um, and so I don't know if he truly kind of went for it, but um, or if it was just kind of like a why at that time. Um, he, he also had interest <laughs> in... But we all know Gene Hackman was going to be Wolverine. Gene Hackman. Uh, <laughs> shut up. Uh, moving along, actually, early one, 1986. Um, he's oddly enough, with all this John Wick stuff, he's not the biggest fan of violent films. Um, so he actually passed on the opportunity to play in Platoon in 1986. So there's that. In 1989, he had the opportunity but decided not to be play in the fly too. So, um, and then here's, here's the one, here's kind of the big one that a lot of people pivot around is he turned down speed too. Um, and he said that he, he had a problem with the movie from the basic standpoint that's called speed, but it takes place on a cruise ship. (laughs) Speed two cruise control. Yeah, I bet you Sandra Sandra Bullock wish she would have turned that one down. Right. 
Yeah, Jason Patrick took over in that mm-hmm. one. Yeah. Um. Do, 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 oh, where is it? He was actually, uh, man, who, what was the studio for that? Because I had it written down. He was actually kind of blacklisted for a decade by the uh, studio that produced that. Yeah, for turning down speed too. Because I heard he t- that. Yeah. And I, I'm not finding it here. Yeah, so the studio for it. Keep going. Okay. All right. Uh, he almost was in Heat in 1995. Um, he passed yeah. on playing Val Kilmer's role. Um, he that was the- 20th Century Fox, by the way. Okay. Thank you. Um, <laughs> the movie uh, Bowfinger was actually considered for Keanu Reeves. Mm. Um, it so when uh, Steve Martin actually gave the script to him, it wasn't originally written for. Uh, when the script was given to uh, Brian Grazer for the movie, it wasn't originally written for Eddie Murphy. So it was literally written for the intent of Keanu Reeves. Mm. Um, he was. He turned down the chance to play Dr. Manhattan in Watchmen in 2009. Um, he was con- he was considered for Ben Stiller's role in Tropic Thunder in 2008. <laughs> <laughs> that might have been pretty good. Yeah, it would have been interesting. Uh, I you thought know, Ben Stiller did a great job, but Keanu would have been pretty interesting in that role. Yeah, with uh, kind of like the Bill and Ted kind of vibe going on. Yeah. Um, so let's see. I think I might. Uh, he turned down doing Speed Racer. That's another one. Um, <clears throat> yeah, because didn't they like Speed Racer? Didn't it end up being Wilder, Wilmer Valderrama, uh, Fez in that '70s show? I can't remember. <laughs> um, Nope, we already mentioned those. Uh, he turned down the role, a role in Captain Marvel, because it was going to conflict with John Wick three. So he uh, gave up the opportunity to play Jude Law's character in the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, he turned down the role. Um. I got I got to get this right here. Uh he turned down a role for Spider-Man Far From Home. And I don't see if they were saying that was specifically for Spider-Man. You would have to uh I don't know. Mm-hmm. That one didn't have a lot of information. It just said he turned I can't down see him being Spider-Man because he's like 50 years old. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I don't know like they're not exactly going into what it was but it's Keanu Reeves he can do whatever he wants Uh, and then uh, the last one uh, this isn't really something I turned down but it was said that Keanu Reeves wanted to play Aragon in the Lord of the Rings Hmm. so I don't know if that's saying that he had the opportunity to or just after the fact he would have liked playing that role but Viggo Mortensen obviously did a good job with that so yeah, so those were some of the things that could have been. Right? Yeah. 
All right. So I still can't get over Gene Hackman as <laughs> Wolverine. I'm still laughing about it. I uh, mute myself a couple times. <laughs> I hate you sometimes. Uh, well, this is where we kind of jump into uh, things a little bit more, where we go through their entire career and we talk about the movies that we've seen. So, uh, Brandon, if you, I, I've kind of, I kind of took over for a little while. I know these are the episodes that I host and everything, but let's get you on board here and uh, have you kick things off and go through the movies that you've seen and some thoughts. So, yeah, I have actually a smaller list than I originally thought I was going to. Um. Yeah, I'll just start right from the top here, right from the beginning. Um, I've seen Youngblood. I've seen that one quite a few times. And, you know, it was the first time that he was in a movie with Patrick Swayze. Uh, He had kind of a small role in it. He played goalie. Didn't have very many lines. And he had, like, a bad French-Canadian accent. So it's kind of funny to see. (laughs) Uh, Obviously, you know, I've seen Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Uh, quite a few times on that one too. It used to own it on VHS. Uh, you know, up until last week, I've never seen Point Break, but I have now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've seen Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey, which it still blows my mind that that came out after Point Break. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've seen, I've seen um, Bram Stoker's Dracula. I think I've seen the movie like in bits and pieces, like the whole thing. I've never sat down and like watched the whole thing in full. Oh my gosh, that doesn't sense. count. Shut up. No. <laughs> um, yeah, obviously I've seen Speed. It's been a long time since I've seen it, but I've seen it. Yeah. Uh, the Matrix. The Replacements. Uh, the Watcher, which I talked about last week, which is one of his few roles where he's actually a bad guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've seen Hardball, Constantine. Constantine is another one of those movies where I've seen all all the movie, but at different times. <laughs> oh my gosh! Uh, I've seen uh, The Day the Earth Stood Still, uh, Knock Knock, Always Be My Maybe, Toy Story Four, and Bill and Ted Face the Music. Whoa. So I have lots of gaps in there. Like like I said, I haven't seen any of the John Wick movies. And I saw the first Matrix, Matrix movie like two or three times, and I had really no interest in the other ones. Mm-hmm. I didn't... I The Matrix is one of those movies where a lot of people love it, and I just didn't get it. Yeah. Yeah, no, the first one was great, but then after that, like, yeah, it got weird. Yeah, it's just like I <clears throat> I thought the first one was okay and I didn't really get it. And then like the sequels came out and everybody told me, "Oh, the sequels aren't all that great." I'm like, "Okay, so I have no reason to watch them." <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, no, that's fair. That's fair. I mean, if you like I watched the sequels mostly from the standpoint of I loved the special effects, the filmography and the things that they were doing them, that that style. Yeah. I mean, I think everybody kind of has the dream at one point to go into the film industry. I mean, that those movies were part of the reason. Like, I just loved that style. So, rock. Uh, well, for me, a lot of similar things: uh, Young Blood, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, Bogus Journey, Point Break. There, in between those two, um, Speed, then Chain Reaction, Matrix. I've seen the trilogy, uh, The Replacements. 
Constantine, which I've heard uh, another Constantine is going to be coming out. Rumor. Mm-hmm. Um, 47 uh, Ronin. I may not have seen that whole thing. I think I did. Uh, and then, uh, of course, I mentioned John Wick. And then uh, Toy Story 4 as Duke Kaboom. And I think that's it. So, I mean, both of us kind of don't have the longest list when it comes to Keanu Reeves. But. Yeah. <laughs> so It's kind of funny that we both had kind of a short list. Yeah. I mean, he's definitely left an impression, though. That's for sure. Yeah. Um, what, uh, what are some of the the high uh, highlighted films like your your favorite films because then we'll uh, eventually get to what we think would be the best well i can give my three favorites but um some of the other ones that i enjoyed i mean i thought the second two bill and ted movies are pretty good um you know the newest one there's a lot of people that hate on it but i mean it is what it is you gotta think you know, the first two movies weren't, like, great movies by any means. They just have that big nostalgic factor. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I can appreciate the third one. I, I had fun watching it. Uh, Young Blood is a movie that I've watched quite a few times. But it's really not, like, Keanu's role in it is so small. He's only yeah. got, like, a few lines in it. So you can't even really consider it a Keanu movie. It's really more of a Rob Lowe and Patrick Swayze movie. Oh yeah, for sure. Which you know, by those it's 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 a fun movie. I enjoy it. And it's definitely a product of the eighties. It's like Rocky or a karate kid on skates. <laughs> karate kid on ice. <laughs> Which I'm all for any movie that's like reminds me of the karate kid or Rocky. But you know, I mentioned the watcher is kinda interesting. It's been a long time since I've watched that, so I really don't remember too many things about it. It it's, might be something I have to hunt down and watch again because I'd like to see you know, Keanu in that kind of villainous role would be interesting. Uh, I think my three favorites, in I guess really no order because I don't really know how to rank these, um, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure for sure is, is one of my favorites of his. Um just I don't it's a fun, like stupid movie that you can just turn your brain off, sit and watch, and be entertained by it. And it's really quotable, it has like some good music in it, and I don't know, it's it's really like a time capsule of that late eighties period. Yeah, I kinda mentioned this this is like a way throwback, but I mentioned that a few of the movies that really encapsulate that late 80s, early 90s feel to me are Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, uh, the Ninja Turtles movie, the first one, and uh, Friday 13th Part 8, Jason Takes Manhattan. (laughs) (laughs) And I think I mentioned that when we reviewed Jason Takes Manhattan the first time, like a year or so ago. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, Bill and Ted's definitely like, like a time capsule, basically. Uh, I say my second favorite is The Replacements. That's and it's just a really fun movie. And you know, I love football. I love sports movies. And I've, Keanu does a really good job in it. It's a funny movie. It's I don't know one you can really kind of get lost into because there's so many great characters in it. 
And uh, I feel like him and Gene Hackman had really good chemistry. And it, it's kind of funny that you mentioned that he took like a pay cut so Gene Hackman could do the movie. Yeah. I mean, he's another guy too. Like Gene Hackman's another guy that I I usually enjoy in movies. Yeah. He's, he's always good. When I talked about the most versatile actors, uh, I had a conversation before we started this podcast, I mean, years before we started this podcast, uh, with some of my friends. Like we were just hanging out one night and we kind of had that conversation uh, and started building a list just because we were having so much fun with the conversation. And Gene, Gene Hackman was on that list as being one of the most versatile ones. And one of the best movie coaches of all time. Yeah. You know, this and, you know, replacements and the Hoosiers. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like there's something else that he was in too that I can't think of right now where he was a coach uh, another person I think of in that role too is uh, Craig T. Nelson mm. and okay. he was a coach <laughs> yeah. in all the right moves and he's actually it's funny because he showed up on Young Sheldon and he is uh, a little league coach in that <laughs> But nice. uh, that, just, like, that just makes me laugh anytime he's a coach. I'm like, oh, coach is a coach. But uh, yeah, Replacement's one of the best football movies ever, I think. And yeah. another one of Keanu's sports movies is probably like another one of my favorites is Hardball. That's a movie where, you know, the majority of the cast are young kids. And, you know, Keanu is coaching like a group of inner city kids for, for baseball. I mean, it's your, there's a lot of things that are kind of cliche when it comes with, uh, sports movies, you know, it's reminiscent of the mighty ducks or things like that. Uh, but it's got like more of a serious tone at times. And there's some genuine, like heartbreaking moments in it. Mm-hmm. And it's, I know I could say it, there's parts of it that are like a family comedy. There's parts of it that are like a drama and there's parts of it that are like a coming of age movie. And I, I think he just does a really good job in it. Yeah. And it's a movie. Every time I watch it, I'm always just kind of surprised at how good of a movie it is and how little bit of talk it gets. Mm-hmm. So those are probably my three and you know, a couple other ones that I, I appreciate. Um, it's funny, you know, he mentioned Toy Story 4 with him being the voice of Duke Kaboom. I didn't even realize that was him until like last week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I knew that going in. So, oh, uh, that's funny. I yeah, I, I didn't even think about that. Um, oh, it's to mention too that you know, Hardball that movie cost 32 million dollars and only made 44, but I mean, a lot of the reason. Its release date was September 14th, 2001. So it was three days after 9 11. Yeah. That, that kind of hurt it a little bit, I would think. I'm sure. But uh, yeah, what do you got? Um, so I'm kind of like stuck at like a top three and four. Because um, the first three that come to mind are all like serious action kind of stuff. And that's uh, Point Break. Matrix and John Wick, but I really want to include something that's uh, from his humor side, yeah. comedy side, 
And so I, I think I would probably have to go with the replacements. Like I don't have the bond as much with Bill and Ted, even though it's excellent. Um, (laughs) Pun intended. Pun intended. Um, But I just like, I didn't grow up with it. Like some other people did. I, I was on that uh, train late. So I, I think I saw the replacements before I saw Bill and Ted's excellent adventure. And yeah. so that one's resonated longer with me. So I think if I had to do like a top four, that it would be in no specific order, Point Break, Matrix, The Replacements, and John Wick. Yeah, I don't think I saw Bill and Ted until probably like eighth or, eighth or ninth grade yeah. around there. So that would have been right around the time that The Replacements came out. Mm-hmm. So, and I know I didn't watch like The Replacements like in theater or like right when it came out, but it was later. So, right. Um, yeah. So then the big kind of question is if you had to tell somebody to watch one single movie by, uh, with Keanu Reeves, what movie would you tell them to watch? Man, that is a tough question. I feel like that is a really tough question. I think, uh, and it's not even going to be one of the three that I had as my favorites. Okay. Um, I think honestly, Point Break. Okay. I think that's one of them. Like, because I feel like you get to see kind of his charming side to it, a little bit of like his comedic side, but also some of the serious like action side in it, and. You know, some of the times he's a little a little rough in that movie, but it's you know, it's early in his career, but I feel like other times you can see like the promise mm-hmm. that he has, you know, like that he has the ability to be a great actor and it was just kind of flourishing in, in that movie. And it's yeah. entertaining enough, I guess. And the chemistry he has with Pat with Patrick Swayze in it, I would yeah. say that's one movie that I would say is like one of his milestone movies. And, you know, and that being said, like I haven't seen the John Wick movies, yeah. So I really can't pick one of those, which everybody, a lot of people say, like are his best. Mm-hmm. So I I need to get around to watching those. Yeah. And I mean, I I realize that Bill and Ted isn't for everyone, <laughs> and it doesn't really show like his acting prowess, unless you watch something else to compare it to. And yeah. then you can see more of his diversity mm-hmm. because I feel like for a little bit there that he was kind of, uh, seen as just like the airhead and idiot. Yeah. Got a pretty boy there, like the early nineties. But you know, that's like when he did point break, it kind of showed that, Hey, this guy can actually act too. Yeah. Like he's not just another Pauly shore or something. <laughs> the wizard. <laughs> Oh, oh. <laughs> well, uh, I am going to go with pulling one from my list. Um, I'm kind of with you in the same way where it's just like, I feel like I, if I had to recommend something, it would probably be something that would appeal to more people. Um, so I feel like the one I would recommend would be the replacements. Yeah. I thought um, about that one as well. Yeah, I feel like, you know, it's got uh, some good versatility with them. Um, it's a good entertaining one. It's, I think, more people uh, 
more of the average person would enjoy that. I mean, even with being a sports movie, though, uh, there's not so much emphasis on sports that somebody who doesn't like sports wouldn't appreciate it or enjoy it. Um, but a close second, I would probably say, is John Wick. Um, just I, I, as a movie, with or without him, ex, uh, done uh, very well. Um and then great performance by him and just really entertaining to watch and everything. But, you know, I mean, like that's you really you have to be somebody who enjoys action movies to really kind of watch that one. So that's why if some if I had to recommend one movie, I would probably go with the replacements. But then if you want to break it down and saying, depending on the person, uh, John Wick would be like a close second for me. So from the way that you kind of explained it, it sounds like Point Break would be your one movie but your close second would be Bill and Ted. Yeah, I'd say that. And, you know, I feel like the replacements in Hardball as well. Yeah. He did such a good job in those. Um, <laughs> you know, we got talking about Pauly Shore, and I just thought about Pauly Shore, like, in Point Break. <laughs> and how different of a movie that would be. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Like, I am the FBI eight. Jet, <laughs> and then I feel like Patrick Swayze would be like, "I can't work with this guy. <laughs> I can't do this." Push him out of a plane without a parachute. So then they'd get rid of Patrick Swayze and had, had Andy Dick. <laughs> <laughs> it'd be like in the army now. Oh man! All right. Well, uh, kind of last thing then, uh, and usually we don't spend too much time on this, but just kind of a, uh, final question. Is there a least favorite movie of his that that's just like sticks out to you where just like, nope, didn't, didn't like, do not Mm. recommend. He was a little rough in Bram Stoker's Dracula, but I don't think that was really a bad movie. Is it? I think it's a pretty decent movie. Okay. Um, man, his worst movie. I didn't really care for that knock knock movie. Okay. I, I don't know. I watched it and I was just. It was kind of one of those as you get at the end and you don't really have any feelings about it either way. I thought it was a, a little gratuitous in parts. It's a very, a very sexual movie. <laughs> Hmm. Yeah, but I mean, it was based on it was like a remake of another movie from the seventies, like an exploitation movie. Let's see. Uh, yeah, I, yeah I, did, I did not know. It's an erotic thriller, erotic horror movie. It was directed by Eli Roth, so I mean, he made Hostel. <laughs> oh gosh! So I know how much you love Hostel. It's yeah. a remake of the nineteen seventy seven movie Death Game. That title sounds interesting. More interesting than Knock Knock. Yeah. Uh, Knock Knock has a 4.9 out of 10 on IMDb. Here's here's the synopsis for it. A devoted father helps two stranded young women who knock on his door, but his kind gesture turns into a dangerous seduction and a deadly game of cat and mouse. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) And you know what? Keanu is great in the movie but the movie's not great (laughs) one of those cases Mm -hmm. 
Wait, did neither of us see the lake house? No, neither one of us. Interesting. <laughs> um, well, my least uh, impressive performance, um, and it's probably because it's dis- didn't resonate with me. And so to say this, this is not me coming out and saying this is a bad movie. And I think it was bad. Um, I just don't remember it that well. But uh, the looking at the list that I've seen, this is the one that I um, feel was least impressive. And that was Chain Reaction. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've never seen it. Uh, I saw it and I failed to really remember much of it. Um, it's either that one or 47, uh, Ronan. Um, but neither of those really resonated with me much. I do not have much of a memory of either of those. So again, like we say, what's the worst movie? Sometimes (laughs) there is definitely that case, but this is more so on, you know, just least impressive, I guess I would say, because that's the case with me. So, yeah, I guess the watcher would be kind of one of those for me because I don't really remember much from it. Yeah. All right. Well, any final thoughts on uh, Keanu Reeves before we get into closing segments? No, I don't think so. All right. Well, he's a pretty excellent dude, and he's uh, triumph most triumphant. Yeah. <laughs> and be be excellent to one another, <laughs> or to each other. Be excellent to each other. Yes. There we go. That's what it is. So, all right. On that note, uh, let's wrap it up and get into closing segments. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we are at suggestions. And it's actually a little bit kind of funny because I totally was not prepared. Oh, my gosh. Um, But we talked about some, when we were talking about some stuff, uh, different actors and things like that, some things came to mind. And um, I, I think I've recommended this before, but this movie is really good. I don't want to hype up too much and everything. If you like uh, suspense movies, especially military movies, there's not like really much any action in it. It's just drama suspense. And you are a fan of either Denzel Washington or Gene Hackman, my movie recommendation is Crimson Tide. Pretty sure I've mentioned it before, but when we were talking about Denzel and Gene Hackman on the episode, that movie came to mind, and I just... I feel like I kind of obsess over it. <laughs> um, but it is really good, and I actually just added that to our uh, movie review list. Mm-hmm. So we should uh, we should try to see if that's streaming somewhere sometime to do a review on that one. So that is uh, a recommendation there. I was thinking about doing uh, Keanu... But, I mean, we talked enough about his movies, so I threw something else in there. Yeah, I thought you were going to say The Replacements again. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, you've already like, suggested that twice. <laughs> no. No. No, not The Replacements. So, 
All right. Well, um, that wraps things up, but hopefully you guys stuck with us because we do have some things to talk about here before the end. Uh, Brandon is going to talk to you here in a minute about the awesome giveaway that we have going on. But before I hand it over to him, just a reminder, if you enjoy uh, or if you like graphic T-shirts, both Brandon and I are uh, designers and we've uh, been a design for the apparel industry for years. Uh, We have a Redbubble. If you go to Redbubble and look up Rock Apparel, we've got some great stuff on there. Do we actually have, um, because I forgot to mention uh, before if we did or not, do we have like a Rock video logo? T on there or mm, I think so okay I'll have to kind of go look because I know that uh, that guy asked me the other day and I should have directed him there if we did so but yeah check out Redbubble if you like graphic tees and are looking for maybe some unique stuff uh, for Christmas ideas and stuff you never know what you're going to find there on Rock Apparel and or if you want logo gear but Brandon what is this awesome special excellent <laughs> announcement so we are doing an Amazon card giveaway. It'll be a $50 Amazon card. Um, all you have to do is rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts and then email us proof. Um, you can either send us a link to it or take, just take a screenshot and email it to us. Uh, our email is rockvideorental at gmail.com um yeah all you have to do is that and you'll get your name in the running for it and we will make the decision or we'll you know draw the winner on december 4th yeah and submissions submissions have to be in by december 1st so you got a little bit of time and you know that gift card could help you guys out for christmas yeah you can buy some special for yourself or if you just need a little extra to buy something cool for somebody you know you could maybe have 50 extra bucks oh yeah and uh feel free to let uh well i mean actually it would maybe decrease your chances but if you let other people know you never know you or a friend might be able to win a 50 dollars on amazon gift card yeah 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 Well, we appreciate you guys hanging out with us each week. Uh, we really do enjoy this. Uh, we have been changing and altering the um, oh the segments a little bit. We're kind of slimming and trimming things down a little bit. Um, and so you will notice a few changes there. Um, the movie reviews are going to be kind of like what we did for our Friday 13th lineup. We're actually going to... Um, just basically jump right in and review the movie because those are kind of our longest episodes. So we're not going to have any uh, extra segments with those. Uh, but these topic episodes, like for instance, the uh, actor highlights, we are still going to be doing did you know and recommendation segments. So uh, yeah, hope you guys get in there and try to win that $50 Amazon card. And we always finish off with be kind, rewind.